today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, lots of parents will be wondering what they're going to do with the kids for the next two weeks, having them off for the Easter holidays. So what ways can you entertain them? Well, sometimes nothing better than a book. And we are lucky to be joined by Gráinne O'Brien from O'Mahony's Bookshop this morning with some top tips. Good morning, Gráinne. Hi, Gillian. How are you? Isn't I'm very good, but isn't it funny? Because, you know... When you're thinking of trying to entertain the kids, and I remember having to do that well when they, mine were younger on Easter holidays and now sometimes with the, uh, the little nephew trying to think of what to do, often the first thing that comes to mind is stuff that oh, bring, we'll have to bring them to this, pay, pay entry, pay tickets. You're thinking of stuff that costs money and then there's food and there's treats and all that kind of thrown in, whether it's the cinema or to a fun park or something like that. Um, but... Sometimes a book is the thing that will actually keep them quiet for ages. I know, it's so funny. And we've really learned that, I think, in the last two years. Um, Parents turn to books more than anything else. Especially, I think, parents are more inclined to keep their kids off screens than they are themselves. You know, so, uh, I mean, a book... I, I mean, when I was a kid, I'd sit and read a book all day, you know, no bother <laughs> it's really funny but in the last two years I'd say we saw like during the lockdowns like books were being bought by parents and aunties and uncles and everything in just droves like boxes and boxes and boxes of books being sent out you know for homeschooling all of that kind of stuff it was really really great to see it was great for us as well to see it happening you know yeah, and it's funny, though, you mentioned that I was a big reader when I was younger as well. Loved books and loved different series of books that would keep me going for ages. I made a big mistake with one of my kids because I, you know, she seemed like me in so many different ways. And I thought, oh, she'll be a big reader, too. She'll love love all the books I loved. And I tried to push those books on her. And oh. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so sweet. Oh, this is something I rant about all the time in work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always saying to people, like, children deserve better than our nostalgia, you know? And I think that's a big, like, look, there are, there's a place for classics and there's a place to share those books with your kids. There's absolutely a place for that. But I think modern kids deserve books that reflect the world that they are living in. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I have, I mean, I sell Anita, Anita Blyton every day. I sell a Rodal every day. They absolutely still love them. But modern books, books that are coming out now, I think that's where we need to focus, especially for, for kids, you know, that are dealing with a world that is very different from the world that we were dealing with when we were younger, you know. And then and sometimes you, they just have a different style of book. She actually, as it turns out now, she she's not actually crazy about fiction. She much prefers, she's a much better reader now, but she much prefers a factual book. And there are plenty of those for kids now as well. Oh, so many of them. And there, some of the publishers do the most stunning non-fiction books and we're seeing them now. They're even doing non-fiction novels is what I kind of call them. You know, like where the kids, you know, because those, those non-fiction books used to be really big, heavy hardbacks that you just kind of dip in and out of. But now they're turning to the traditional paperback book that that has all of that facts, all of those good stuff that you can actually sit and read page to page as opposed to just dipping in every now and again. Like the industry is really catching up to that now, which is great. And there are also some great books uh, by Irish authors as well out at the moment that people can get for their kids. Yeah, so the one that I really want to talk about um, is by Emma Larkin. It's called Throw In Twin Power. It's for the 9 to 12 age and it's a book about Gaelic football female players it is so brilliant i'm so glad that it exists i'm so glad it's come into the world 
it's going to be the first of a series absolutely brilliant nice 12 boys or girls will love it it's absolutely stunning and is it only for kids who are interested in Gaelic football or do you think it might inspire a few others Look, I could not tell the difference between a Gaelic football and a normal football. I can't even go there with you, but <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I think it's brilliant. It's They're twins, which is very unusual to find twins in fiction books. Um, so there's that relationship between twins as well that I found really interesting that I could never have understood. So universal, absolutely brilliant. What other books have you got in mind, Gronia, this Easter? So uh, the other really great one that's been brought out by an Irish author is Truth Be Told by Sue Divin. And it's her second book for the kind of 12 plus age set in Northern Ireland. It's beautiful. It's about two friends living in Derry. One, sorry, one is in Derry City, one is in Armagh. And it's just about the differences of living in these two different places in the north with all of the tensions and stuff. And I think if you've got a kid who's really interested in history, but not necessarily wants to read a non-fiction book, it's a really, really good one as well. Um, we've got a new Derek Landy, and I have to plug it because Derek Landy is coming to O'Mahony's in May. I am so excited. It's wow. the first event that we've had since COVID, and it's massive, and it's going to be so good. And I've been trying to get him into the shop for six years, and it's finally happening. So his new one is coming out on the 14th of April, but he is going to be in O'Mahony's on the 5th of May. And if you want to come, it's free, but it is ticketed. So just keep an eye out. And you can pre-order the book on the website, but that is going to be out in time for the Easter holidays. I would expect it to land in the next few days un- until the end, it's called. And it's the last in his Skullduggery Pheasant series. He has said he's not doing any more. Um, so this will be the 15th of those Skullduggery Pheasant books that he's written. And he's just one of my favourite authors. And I love that he's Irish as well. Um, and then for the younger ones, uh, the board book, there's a beautiful one that's come out by Aoife Dooley. It's called ABC Ireland. It's an alphabet book and it's, you know, um, it takes you through the whole island of Ireland. H is for Hurley, C is for Camogie. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. A is for Aaron Jumper, which is my favourite one. Um, and it's for the Teach Fours. It's just a really cute little gift. Um, and then this one isn't Irish, but I do really want people to read it. Um, the author's name is Hannah Gold. It's called The Lost Whale. It's in the 9 to 12 as well. She does great books about, like, just kind of reflect the world that we're living in at the moment with animal endangerment and all of that kind of stuff, but with a real hopeful message. And I do think that, you know, some of those books can be a bit doom and gloom and you can get kind of, ooh. Um, but no, it was absolutely beautiful. The Lost Whale. She did one last year called The Last Bear, which is really popular as well. And I think that would be great for boys or girls as well. It's 9 to 12. Absolutely stunning. Gronia, I always am, you know, struck by your enthusiasm for yeah. these books. And I think it's fabulous. But Thank I, you. I do wonder about, you know, parents, when you have a child who's not a reader, doesn't want to read, and, you know, it's coming from mammy or daddy saying you should mm. be reading, you should be reading and probably from teacher too. It sometimes can be off-putting. What's the best way to encourage them? I mean, it's so hard. I think that going back to that first, you know, thing that we were chatting about at the start is what kind of books are you trying to get them to read? You know, my when people come into me in Omanis and ask me for recommendation, the very first question that I ask them is what is that child interested in? There is a book for everything now. There's books on my, there's fiction books inspired by Minecraft. There's fiction books inspired by sports. There's fiction books inspired by, um, Roxel Block. There's fiction, every, if there's a TV show, there's a book about it. If there's a game, there's a book inspired by it. You can get them. It's just finding that thing that's going to let them go, Oh, I like Minecraft. Maybe I will read this book. Try not to push them too much. And the other thing that I'm saying to people at the moment is, 
I can't speak for everybody else, but I know I've certainly struggled to read in the last two years, which is incredibly unusual for me. So also, you know, everybody's kind of feeling this. So I wouldn't get too panicked about it if you feel like your children have kind of lost interest in reading in the last few years as well. Everybody has, you know, it's just kind of hard to focus. Don't worry about it. But if you can tap in something that they're interested in rather than maybe what you think they should be reading, that's always the answer for me, I think. And what about if they struggle with reading itself? You know, maybe there might be dyslexia or some kind of learning difficulties. And then, you know, they they don't want to read the baby books. It might be all they're able for in terms of the words, but, you know, they want something that reflects their age, but maybe also their ability. Yeah, so there's a great publisher called Barrington Stoke. They bring out these uh, books every month. And basically what they are is interest age and reading age. So they're categorised. So you could have a child who maybe has, is um, 8 to 12. So their interest age is obviously 9 to 12. Um, but their reading age might be 6 or 7. That book will be aimed for their reading age. But but the topic and the plot will be their interest age. Barrington Stokes also make an effort to go out and recruit authors that their peers are reading. So you'll see like Derek Landy has written one of those books. Mallory Blackman has written one of those books. Jeff Kenny, who wrote The Diary of the Wimpy Kids they've written those books as well. The other thing that I would really look into is like the Dogmans, the Wimpy Kids, that kind of comic book style that their peers are reading as well. You know, substantially, are they the best books? No, not really, but they are good fun and it just gets them into that idea of like reading can be fun. But the Barrington Stokes are great. I always make sure that I have the new ones in because I have the same kind of group of customers will say that come into me every week and I always want to make sure I have the new books in so they get the same experience of browsing the new books as everybody else does um, but that series is absolutely brilliant they've done a great job with it the Brandon Stokes Well that's yeah certainly very helpful for a lot of kids and their parents as well uh, finally do you have any tips for parents or older people who find it hard to relax enough to read or may have fallen out of the habit of it Gornia? I mean, I we're all the same. The staff are all the same in the shop. I think what I've done is I turned back to kind of rereading books that I loved. You know, um, I kind of decided last year that I wasn't going to read anything heavy. Um, so I went on Twitter and I said, can anybody recommend me lovely books? Like books just that just made me feel, made you feel lovely. I got so many responses. It was great. Um, you know, I think sometimes the prize winners, the ones that everyone's talking about, are quite literary, quite heavy, quite hard work. I would say get out of your own way. Pick up something that's light that maybe you wouldn't have done before because you would have turned your nose up at it or whatever. There are some great easy page turners in there and just get back into the habit of it, you know, and just give yourself 10 minutes in the evening to just read something easy. Yeah, and taking a browse around O'Mahony's is always inspiration. I know. There. And we're 120 years old this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. We're going to be we're gonna be throwing a lot of parties. Keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to say, I do have some sympathy uh, for the staff in there at the moment. Can't be easy uh, with oh, the works sure outside. Does. But you know what? It's beautiful and it's going to be beautiful. And our front is done now. They've moved off the road. Um, and I just can't wait to see it when it's done. I just think it's going to be fab. Okay, well, I'm sure people will be flooding in the doors once it's all cleared out. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's always great to talk to you, Gráinne. Gráinne O'Brien there from O'Mahony's Bookshop. Thanks for that. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.